Welcome back, everyone, to Real Talk from the Kitchen Table podcast, week number three. I hope everybody's had a wonderful week this week. We've had a great week. Uh, so bear with us today. Um, this is Real Talk from the Kitchen Table, and Real Talk is we got our good friend Chris with us, uh, sitting in, helping us with all our audio stuff today. So give us some feedback, let us know what you think of it, uh, trying some new things, some new equipment today, and uh, really excited about it. Lindsay, how are you doing today? I'm good. I'm just really excited about this beautiful microphone. It is. You know, I mean, we're, we're you know, kind of redneck, so we, I mean, anything new, shiny, or bright, we're just sitting here and look at it the whole time. Super So exciting. if you catch me doing that, you know, just, just, just ignore. Um, but today, to jump into today's topic, um, what we're going to be talking about is the battle is the Lord's. And kind of where this uh, thought originated from is every morning I like to get up about 6 or 6.30. I'm a morning person. I start off in fifth year. I'm not sure if Lindsay likes that or I'm not. Sure about every morning. I don't know. There's a lot of mornings I pop, I spring up and I'm just gone. He does. I do. I, I love getting up early in the morning. That's my favorite, one of my favorite things to do. That's kind of that's kind of sad. That's my favorite thing to do is to get up early in the morning. But, I think that shows that we're getting worse. <laughs> so most of um, our viewers probably are like, I stay up late and you're now saying you like yeah, to get up early. Yeah. So that's not, probably that's not shows a sign. That's, that's not a good sign. But uh, I like getting up early in the mornings and I get up, kind of get ready, and I love to go on a prayer walk. I encourage you to do that. It's good exercise. That's where I spend my time with the Lord in the morning. Uh, just talking to Him about burdens, uh, other people's burdens, just different things. And I'll be honest, I was walking yesterday, Lindsay, and you may feel like I had felt or I felt yesterday. I was just really frustrated with some things going on. Yeah. Do you ever feel where you just get bogged down in life, you're trying to fix everything, and it just feels like absolutely nothing is going right? And that's how I felt yesterday. And the thing with the Lord is He wants us to cast all our cares and all our burdens and I think where we mess up a lot of times, kind of on a side note, is we just don't tell God all our heart. So I was walking yesterday, and I just began to tell the Lord, you know, what was going on in my heart, what was going on in my mind, and what I was struggling with. And you know what the Lord spoke to me and said, Lindsay? He said, John, you got to stop. He said, this is not your battle. You're running around trying to fix everything, trying to be everything, and you can't do it. And God really directed my heart towards this passage in 2 Chronicles 20 and verse 15. I'll read the bottom part of the verse. The Bible says, Be not afraid nor dismayed by reason of this great multitude, for the battle is not yours, but God's. I really began to study this and read over this chapter. What happened is there were three armies that were coming against Israel and a lot of times we, just like Lindsay said on the last podcast, we really need to read the Bible for what it is. This was a very real time in the in the time of Israel. I mean, could you imagine if three armies were coming against our country? Yeah, I mean, we'd be in a we'd be in a panic. I mean, look at what everything we've been through here recently with the pandemic. Mm-hmm. I couldn't imagine what it would be like. And what we want to talk about today is kind of what the people of God did and what we have to do first. And our battle is we have to recognize what our problem is. Yeah. So if you don't first and foremost take that battle, 
and recognize what it is and pinpoint it out and know specifically what you're dealing with, then it's going to be really hard to face it. So you have to almost confront what's in front of you. Does that make sense? Confront what's right. in front of you. Um, and to be able to handle it and walk through it. And so what was that? Will you read that verse again, that first yeah. verse that you read? Uh, be not afraid nor dismayed by reason of this great multitude. So I was noticing as he read that, it's like the Lord showed me, not only does it says be not afraid, so it says be not afraid, but then he added that clause and said, nor be dismayed. So he doesn't want us to have either emotion. And I think the problem is, is when we have a situation where one of the things we're praying about, we'll share our hearts, is we're praying for a baby. I mean, we've been dealing with this, I guess, what, the last year and a half or so now? Of uh, just trying to go through that process, and how many times, even from the beginning, we tried to start fixing everything. Oh, yeah. We tried to say, well, this isn't happening because of this. I did this wrong. We need to do this over here. And the whole time, God's, I felt like God showed me, He's standing in the background saying, when are you going to give it to me? When are you going to recognize what you're doing? Right. And that's something you have to recognize your own battle so that the Lord can work through that. But he's putting it in front of you. So if you choose not to recognize it, then you're not going to be able to face it. And so I feel a lot of times we do choose to do that. And I've done it in my life where I see it, but it's almost like in denial, I guess. You want to act like it's not happening, but then you're also trying to fix it, which makes absolutely no sense when we try to like run away from it. But then we right. also try and solve it on our own because that doesn't mesh. So you have to recognize where you're at and see what you're dealing with so that you can move forward and get the help that you need from the Lord. Because if you don't, he wants you to tell him what right. you need. And so if you don't, then he's not going to be able to help you. Even though he has the, ultimately, he has the power. Yes. He has the ability. Yep. He can do it without us. But as his children, he wants to ask for help. And again, like we said, we're not parents. Um, a lot of you probably may still be at home with parents, things like that. But think about the times that whoever you live with, they just want you to ask. I know there were times when my parents would just be like, Lindsay, you just have to ask. If you'll just ask us, we'll help you. Or if you'll just ask us, we'll get that. So sometimes he just wants us to recognize it so that we can ask him for help. I agree. Mm -hmm. And kind of what I really want to focus on is not only you have to recognize your problem, but the biggest thing is you have got to learn to relinquish your problem or your battle. Rather, I believe with all my heart, there has got to be a part of our lives we're totally dependent on God and yeah. and really live in faith. I don't think a lot of, a lot of times we live in faith. I don't live in faith all the time. Absolutely, and I think one thing that I've been seeing, especially through this, everybody's now talking about the faith over fear. Right. And sadly, especially as Christians, I can tell you there are many days that I've walked my walk my walk in fear, and that's not how the Lord has it. We're supposed to walk in faith. And, you know, faith by, not by sight, yes. but by hearing of the Word of God. So it's not always what you see ahead of you, because a lot of times it looks really scary, and it looks really dark, or trying, and you don't want to step forward in that, but you have to walk in faith, knowing that the Lord's going to carry you through. And that's, you know, that word relinquished, John and I were kind of talking about what we were going to speak on today, and we looked up that word, and John, what was the exact definition of that word relinquished? To, to let go. To let go, or to give away. That's what it was. And... You know, when I think about that word, a lot of times I think we hear these words or you hear these, you know, three-point outlines, and I think today and last week kind of have been that way, but that's how the Lord speaks to me. I know right. when I have those key words, and when you really think about that word relinquish, think about what you're going to give away, think about what you're going to let go of in order to relinquish that. So whether it's the fear, 
you know, that the faith needs to come over, um, whatever that may be. But I do think you have to recognize it first before you can move past it. Because if we are in denial or if you're just not wanting to deal with it, it may not be that you're in denial. It may be that you don't want to deal with it. Um, I don't know if you guys have any of those days, but I have those days sometimes where there will be a certain situation. And I'm just like, I don't, I can't today. I say it all the time. John knows. I, say, <laughs> I can't. Um, or I can't even. When Lindsay says that, I start getting a little bit nervous. Yeah, but it's not much. But sometimes y'all Satan fights and, you know, you just can't. And so however you are, whether you're in denial or you just can't, um, you've got to get to that place where you can relinquish those things. And I was, as I was walking yesterday, something the Lord spoke directly to my heart about, he said, if you don't stop, if we don't stop trying to fix everything, if we don't try to stop being in control, because we're in control of a lot, or we think we're in control of a lot of things. <laughs> I mean, the way we can pay bills now, and we can, I mean, even order food online. I mean, we have a lot of control. Speaking of, if you don't have to pay bills, praise the Lord. Yes. It's coming. Yes. It's coming, not to worry. But if you don't stop, whatever you're hanging on to, you're going to do more damage than what can be reconstructed. And you think about that. If we're really hanging on to it and we're trying to fix it and we're so worried and we're so stressed, a lot of times we think letting go letting go is harder than holding on. But think about how much energy we exert holding on, worrying about it. Man, if I if I do this, is it gonna get me to where I want to go? If I do that, and that that's not our mentality even today. Mentality is to Keep going, keep pushing, keep doing this, keep going, keep going. And with God, we serve a God that says, be still right, and know that I'm God. And I don't know if any of you have ever seen, you know, I, I'm sure that you guys can already tell on this third episode that I'm a very connection type person. Um, but I think to these like survivor games and like ninja warrior, you know, championships and things like that where those people go across and they're hanging on and they have such strength in their upper body. But then they get stuck, and they say the longer they hang there, if they if, if they can get across or if they can go or if they can get to the next place, it helps that momentum. But when they're stuck right there dangling, most of the time, nine times out of ten, they drop where? Into the water. And so it's the same thing with the situation. I feel like if we don't if we don't move, if we don't keep it going, well, you're gonna we're going to drop. You're going to fall out. You're, you know, you're... It would be mentally, but your muscles are going to get tired. Your hands are going to get weak. You're going to lose your grasp. And think about that spiritually. When you lose that grasp and that grip on your life or on that situation, how far we can fall. And the enemy is so waiting on that. Absolutely. How many times does he attack us when we're on our highest of highs, when everything's going good? No, he's going he's to come when we're sitting at home, we're sitting on the couch, we're totally burnt out. We're exhausted, and then that's when he's going to come with all of his lies. Oh, it's never going to be better. It's never going to get better. But in the story, I realized as I was reading it that the king of uh, Israel at the time, you know the first thing that he did? When he found out the enemy was coming, he gathered everyone together, hmm. and he prayed. And he basically said, I really encourage you to go every second Chronicles 20. It's an amazing story. He basically said, God, we can't do this. We do not have the power to take these, not one, not two, but three enemies on. And he began to tell God just how big of a God he was. And I, 
a lot of times I struggle in prayer. I'll be honest, I do. Like I said, this is real talk from the kitchen table. This is me being real as I can. Lindsay, do you ever feel like you just don't have the words to pray? Oh, absolutely. You don't, you don't know what to say. I heard a long time ago, and it's something that's really helped me. When you don't know what to do about your situation and where you're at, sometimes it's good just to tell God how good he is and how big he is. And I believe that helps us give, gets us a inner confidence in the Lord. I sit and I think it's sometimes just about God when, we're, when me and Lindsay are going through something. You, we feel like we have the biggest problems and the biggest situations. And I know we've heard it our whole life, but you know this is the same God that's still part of the Red Sea. He's still the same God that created the heavens and the earth and all the enemies that are around you. Do you really think that you can face them on your own? Do you really think whatever you're waiting on, you might be waiting on a spouse, you may be trying to figure out where you want to go to college, what you want to do with the rest of your life. You may have a problem in your marriage, in your family, with your kids. You don't have the power to fix everything. And the great thing about it is, you don't have to fix everything. Right. That's when we begin, begin to say, Lord, here's my problem. God, here's what we're facing. And there's just such a, of a freedom when we relinquish those things over to God because He knows he knows everything you're going through. He knows the back of your problem, the front of your problem. He knows what the solution is. But what somebody out there, and I just feel this on my heart. I try not to get preacher excited, but I just <laughs> kind of feel it right now. I'm sorry, y'all. But I just feel that there's somebody, you are so hanging on to something, and if you don't let go, it's going to destroy your life. It's easier to let go than to hang on. The Bible says, casting all your care upon him. For he cares for you. Right. And I'll take it a step farther even to say, you know, I think that there are a lot of times where we've heard, you know, God is bigger than any problem that we face. You know, when you don't feel like praying, just pray on. And, y'all, that stuff is not wrong. Sometimes you have to make yourself do it and you have to make yourself realize that. But also I know the times where we have that up here, but it's not in here. Right. So what do you need to do to get yourself to that place to be able to pray that? Because, like I said, it's not wrong. You just may always not be ready to pray that. So you have to figure out when you're in that problem situation in your life of how you're going to get there to talk about how big God is and to realize, you know, how he's working, even when you don't understand. And that's not always easy, but you have to trust him knowing that he is bigger than anything we face. And that's one of those things, like, in order to do that, that'll help you relinquish that problem. And you might say, I really don't know how to let go of my problem. This is going to sound so simple, but it's something that's so helped me over the past few years. A lot of times if I have a burden on my heart or if I'm dealing with something or I have a battle, things Lindsay may not even know about, I'll take whatever I'm facing, I'll write it down on a piece of paper, I'll fold it up, and I'll throw it on the ground. And I'll say, Lord, this is your problem now. I, this is the best way I know how to give you this thing. And how many times have you come in our bedroom and you've seen paper all beside the side of my bed? You say, John, that is the craziest thing I've heard of. But there's nothing like that feeling that it's just, it's off of you. You're making that pledge to say, God, here's my problem. Here's my situation. Um, this is me literally giving it to you. And if that works for you, do it. I feel like every person is going to be different. I'll tell yeah. you, the ripping up the paper and throwing it down doesn't work for me. And so sometimes it's just like I have to pray it and let it go. But then there's a difference. And 
you women know, there's a difference when you really let something go. Um, but I feel like there's different things that we can do, but try something like that. See what works for you. I will tell you the first time, I'll never forget the first time I walked beside my bed and I was like, John, these pieces of paper for something? He was like, yes, just leave them there. <laughs> um, but for real, like anything that works for you in order to help it get gone. And sometimes it's, you know, journaling it, writing it out, praying about it, singing about it, whatever it may be. You've got to find what works for you in order to get past that thing. And finally, what we have to do is you have to rest. You can't, after you've let it go, after we've given it to God. And then number two here, it may take you a little bit. You may, you may not be able to listen to this and just pop up and say, okay, today's it, today's it. Sometimes we do have to process things in our mind. And the Lord understands that. I'm glad he'll meet us where we are. But once we've let that thing go, we've given it to God. We're not going to worry about it. We're not having anxiety about it anymore. It's in God. All we have to do is just rest and say, Lord, it's on you now. God, it's yours now. But the biggest problem I see, Lindsay, is people, they let things go just like you said. They let them go. A few things, few days go by, maybe a few weeks. They go back and they pick them up. And that, all that buildup is back. And it's just like you're, you're hitting the rewind button and pressing play again and going through all that. And it's not always that you want it to happen that way, but Satan does. Yes. And so he's going to work that way. And, you know, I think I might have mentioned it last week, but I'm a very controlling personality and a very controlling person, whereas John's not that way as much. Like, he's kind of go with the flow, however it comes. But I want to be in control. I want to have it my way, and, and that's not how the Lord works. So this kind of hits home more for me probably than most. And if you um, are like me, then you probably understand. But it's not so easy to just lose control of that thing. And so when I say you really relinquish that, you'll know yep. you really relinquished it. Because if you're like me, I have full reign on situations. And again, I'm not saying that pridefully. I, I wish I wasn't as much that way. Because again, that's not how the Lord works. Because Ultimately, I always have to get to the point where I'm like, you know, the Lord has control of this. And it's through him that he lets me have this situation or lets me go through this. And so that's when I can kind of put my twist on things. But through him, without him, without his control, we wouldn't have anything. And so that's where you have to really be careful. But also knowing that once you lay that thing down, once you're resting in that promise, yes. the next few days, Satan's coming too. And so you have to be really careful to not let that thing sneak back up because that's so easy for those personalities like myself where we know it's gone and, you know, we're feeling good about it. We've given the Lord, you know, all control of it. But then you start seeing, well, you know, well, this might be a good answer how yeah. Or why hasn't something happened? I've, I've, I've been giving up for that for three days. Why hasn't the Lord done something? Yeah. Um, and I don't know if you've ever felt that way, but I have. And we may not always admit it, but it's up here. Oh, yeah, and the devil, that's where he's going to work. He's going to work right. right here in your mind. He'll come to you and say, well, you let that thing go. Why ain't anything happening? I mean, it's been it's been two weeks now. Why? I mean, what's, what's the deal? What's going on here? And we know anxiety, depression, fear comes from him. Right. But that's when we just have to sit back and say, you know what? Put number one, put Satan in his place and put him right. where he belongs. And secondly, you go back, and you might just want to go back to the spot and say, Lord, I just want to signify again, I, I laid this down to you here. It is yours, and I'm continue, I'm continuing to operate in that and walk away from it again. Sometimes sometimes we have to 
to tell the devil, no, I've given it to God. It's right. God's. You need to back up because he doesn't have the power over us Absolutely. unless we give it to him. Absolutely. Because we're saved, we're washed in the blood, and we're sealed in the blood. So we don't have to we don't have to play his game. We don't have to bow to everything he's doing. We have our victory in Christ. And you have to stand in that victory. And I'll tell you, that resting point is the sweetest place yes, for me. And yes. I'll tell you, you know, I do think that sometimes for me it takes me a little bit longer to get there. Um, but once I get to that resting place, I feel like that's where we change back, yeah. where I can live in that rest and be all emotional and just really like laying in the Lord's arms. Yeah. And I know, you know, that might sound a little crazy to some, but where he holds you like that, there's nothing like yeah. it. And so if you can get to that place where you can truly rest in him, you'll never find another yeah. peace. Yeah. All right, I like what Lindsay said. I want to read you the end of the story. The Bible says in verse 25, And when Jehoshaphat and his people came to take away the spoil of them, they found among them in abundance both riches with the dead bodies and precious jewels which they stripped off for themselves. Mm -hmm more than they could carry away, and they were there three days in gathering of the spoil. It was so much. Not only did they win the battle, but God let them take all their stuff. So that just signifies to me, God is a plus sign. God is not a minus sign. And by the children of Israel, giving God their problem, giving God their battle, they won the war, and they got a bunch of free stuff. They get the benefit from it. And guys, this Christian life, it is going to be hard. We're not going to sit here and tell you that it's not been difficult. But we have so much more victory and so many more rewards by being a Christian. And the things that the Lord gives us, I don't know why you wouldn't want to dive head into these right. problems. Because it's worth it. Because there's a price to pay, but there's a reward to gain. And God may be teaching you now. This is, a, again, I said, this is a life of faith that we live. The Christian life is a life of faith. Whatever you're waiting on, whatever you're praying on, God may want to use this to build your faith and your trust in Him. So many times, battles come into our life and we think, well, the devil's just doing all this to me. I'm, Satan's all, all after my trail. And he is. He, he hates us. But God may be letting you go through this just for you to draw closer to him and what a privilege that is absolutely definitely think about the times that you've been through in your life where you have had to have a battle and relinquish things and how it drew you closer to the lord made a relationship stronger with him yep. but also i'll tell you the number one thing in my life that i'm seeing more than ever is how you're able to help someone else yes, through it. Yes. And so when you've been through that battle there's nobody that i would want to hear from if i was going through the same battle as I would from you. I would want to hear from you. And I think the Lord does that, y'all, just so we can help each other, just so we can live yeah. this life together, knowing that we're not in the battle alone. It takes an army. And we are in this army together, all of us, fighting hand in hand. And you're not alone in this. We're here for you. We're right. praying for you. We want to see you overcome whatever you're dealing Absolutely. with. But sometimes nobody can help you until you just totally let that thing go and rest in the promises of God. So I hope you've been encouraged today. Remember, the battle isn't yours. It's God. And we've got to let go 
and rest on His promise. And I think our whole podcast this week truly has been a challenge. I yes. know we kind of left a challenge at the end of every one, but I feel like this entire episode has been wrapped around yep. the challenge of what can you do first and foremost to recognize the battle that you're going through? Yep. Recognize it. Take it. Get on. Secondly, relinquish that thing. Whatever it is, let go of it. And truly give it to God. And then thirdly, rest in his promise and how sweet he is because he wants to work through that thing. Now, I know we have a challenge every week for you at the end, but I do truly think that this entire episode has been the challenge. But we do want to encourage your hearts to think this week of, number one, recognize the battle that you're in. See what you need to look at, how you need to evaluate that battle in order to move forward. Number two, relinquish those things. Anything that comes along with the battle that you're in, let it go. Give it away and give it to the Lord so that he can claim that for you. And then thirdly, rest in his promise. Guys, he's so good. He wants to help you. He wants to strengthen you. He wants to give you victory over whatever this battle is so that you can come out on the other end giving him glory and praise so you can help someone else. Well, this has been Real Talk. From the Kitchen Table. Podcast. We love you guys. We love you guys. Have a great week.